Hey there, everyone. Uh, you're oh yeah, stop dancing. <laughs> stop your dancing. Hey everyone, uh, you're listening to the same team you all podcast. Uh, this is Leaf speaking. And this is Tess speaking. That is Tess speaking. Uh, this is a podcast where two librarian uh best friends uh just discuss stuff that we're loving and life lessons we've learned. Uh just in a way to uh that's our own our little, little tiny way of uh, making the world a little bit of a better place. <laughs> <sighs> How's your week been, Tess? It's been okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this is probably the highlight right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My week's been um, uh, moist. It's been real hot. Oh my gosh, it's been so hot outside. Yeah, it's yes. Um, where where Leaf and I are located, we've been uh, experiencing a bit of a heat wave. <laughs> yeah, and I always feel bad when I'm helping someone at the library, and I'm just like sweating, like all. <laughs> Them. I'm like, oh, so this is how you get your print job rip, rock, rip, rock, rock, rip, rock. and for listeners um by the way if we have any like le- legacy listeners hey it's good to Welcome see you. it's good to see you oh god i love i love that you're listening and i love you um if we have any new listeners we'll... also welcome also oh thank you i forgot also <laughs> no no also welcome and also we we love you as well um but um i was gonna say if we have any new listeners um you can always find us on the tube of the you youtube <laughs> um you just search same team y'all y apostrophe all you'll see us dancing and our smiling faces and you'll see that i am bald i mentioned this because when a person is bald and they are sweaty the sweat has nowhere to go but down <laughs> and on to people that are near them you do have a handsome beard though I, I do. I don't know what I'm doing with this. Uh, and for for listeners, I am I'm making a circle around my face. I don't know what I'm doing with this right now, but it is uh, it's what's it's uh, for you, man. You you're incredibly sweet. Thank you. You know, anytime you want to give me praise, I, I will always accept it. And listeners, if you'd like to send us praise, you can send us an email at sameteamyall at gmail.com. Uh, also, we have a Twitter feed at same team, y'all. Uh, just tell us how handsome you think I am, please. Yeah, so, yeah. Send send Leaf a nice email about how great his beard looks. And... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Um, you ready? Oh, it's it's your quote, isn't it? My quote. It's my okay. quote, and I'm really excited because Leaf. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Leaf really likes poetry. Mm-hmm. And like when I think of poetry, I think of leaf. And when I think of leaf, I think of poetry. And so, um, but I don't know a whole lot about poetry. And so I tried to like find poems to share with you that I th- that I think you might like. And um, I know that we start off with an inspirational quote. And this poem, some might think that it's a little bit of a downer, but I think that ultimately it is an inspirational story. It's and the um oh I have to find out who wrote this poem real quick. <laughs> oh, that's okay. I will say though, um, I'm incredibly excited whenever someone tells me, oh, so this thing that you're about to hear or consume um is a little bit of a downer. I'm like, hey. you're like yes. Yeah, I'm like yes. Tell me. <laughs> Okay, so that's because sad is happy for deep people. Yeah, sad is happy for deep people. Yeah, Uh, so this poem I uh, discovered over the past fortnight uh, is called The Two-Headed Calf by Laura Gilpin. Have you ever heard this poem before? It sounds familiar, but I might not have 
And I, I discovered it because I found an artistic rendition of the post of the poem, like someone made a comic of, of what's happening in the poem. And I thought it was so beautiful and I wanted to share it with you. And so this is the poem. And then I will like send you, I'm gonna send you the art associated with it. Cool. Um, Are you going to share the art? I'm going to text it to you, Leaf, so you can see it. And for our friends who are listening, who also want to see the art that I'm referring to, I will post it on our Twitter feed. Uh, Our Twitter handle is at same team y'all. So if you would like to see it, you can go there and look at it. All right. So this is the poem. Okay. The two-headed calf. Tomorrow, when the farm boys find this freak of nature, they will wrap his body in newspaper and carry him to the museum. But tonight he is alive and in the North field with his mother. It is the perfect summer evening. The moon is rising over the orchard, the wind in the grass. And as he stares into the sky, there are twice as many stars as usual. That's what, and for, for listeners, I'm looking at this artwork and uh, they essentially took the, the um, different lines of the poem and turned it into a one page comic. You yeah. Know? A comic strip. And it, yeah. it has this really cute two headed. <laughs> so, so my takeaway from this is as humans, like you said, this could be a bit of a downer because they're going to take this thing to the museum, right? Right. Like, to, like it's not going to survive. No. A calf is not supposed to have two heads. This, this is a, like some kind of mutation that's happened. And like to us humans, it, we may see it as something very unfortunate. Like it's unfortunate that this calf is not going to live to become a cow and do the things that we need a cow to do because we're we're humans and Mm. everything revolves around us but the living but then you think about like mindfulness which I know is also something I think of when I think of leaf (laughs) meditation and mindfulness um in the moment everything's perfect this calf doesn't know that it's not supposed to have two heads and the and the mother cow, she just knows that's her baby and she's taking care of him and he's sleeping in the field and there's twice as many stars in the sky. It's actually kind of cool that he has two heads because he gets to experience t- two of everything that's beautiful that's happening to him in this moment that he's just hanging out in his field, being a baby calf and not knowing that there's anything wrong with him. And I just thought it was such a, it's such a cool image. The comic is such a cool image. And it also, it's such a like neat idea to think about. And whether or not you found that inspirational, that is my quote for the episode. <laughs> the Two-Headed Calf by Laura Gilpin. Very nice. I, I think we, we usually do something inspirational, but sometimes it's just, it's whatever, you know, it's whatever. And to me, I, I kind of like as well, um, like something scary or sad may happen tomorrow which is true of any day but right now is the only thing that is happening and Mm -hmm. right now that that little calf with two heads is looking up at the pretty sky and he looks all happy too yeah yeah and uh brett does this with me my beloved husband brett does this with me a lot because i will i will sometimes just be struck with despair over 
things that are happening in the world, things that I have no control over. And sometimes I'll be like verging on a panic attack, like my anxiety is starting to spiral. And he'll say, well, what's happening in our world right now? Mm-hmm. And I'll be like, I'm sitting on the couch with you and Rosie. He's like, yeah, and everything's fine, right? You know, we're comfortable. We, you know, everyone's feeling good. We're none of us are sick. We have food, we have snacks. If we want to go eat snacks, we can watch a funny thing on TV if we want. Everything's fine right now in our world. Let's focus on that. And that's what this gift is doing in his world. Everything is fine. And I I love that. I love that like outside of this like human view of what's happening, it's actually a positive experience. Yeah. Yeah, it's like being able to think about and predict and imagine things beyond what we can see in the room with us it has afforded us as a race to be able to create things that that have no right to exist we're creating things that are beyond belief but then the flip side is because of that ability then we forget like what where we're actually what we are doing right now right you know it's uh i very much enjoyed that quote tess Good. I'm glad. Do you want to talk about some stuff that you're loving? Yeah, I think that's a, yeah, let's do that. This is the stuff that we love. We love! This is the stuff that we love. We love it so much. This is the stuff that we love so much. Yeah. I, um, we always talk about stuff we love because... When we talk about stuff we love that, uh, or when we're looking for things that, to talk about that we love, uh, that kind of helps shift our perspective towards uh, things that bring us joy instead of things that bring us uh, sadness and despair. Um, would you like to go first, Tess? Um, I can go first, sure. Um, the first stuff that I'm loving is uh, a YouTube channel. And I spend a lot of time on YouTube. I love to watch videos on YouTube. And um, I have a lot of favorite creators, (laughs) content creators. And um, uh, one that I've been especially loving lately is um, her name is Awkward Ashley. Uh, Her name's actually Ashley Burton. uh, But if you look on YouTube for Awkward Ashley or Ashley Burton, you will find her. And her shtick, like the thing that she does on YouTube is reaction videos. And you're like, oh gosh, I've seen millions of reaction videos. I don't need to see anymore. But I love hers. And what she does is she's a millennial, a self self identifies as a millennial. (laughs) And she had, she grew up, I guess, kind of sheltered and the, the bottom line is she hasn't seen like any movies, like any of the pop mm-hmm. culture, like things that you just presume everybody's seen, she's not seen those things. She has no idea what you're talking about. And so what she does on her channel is she watches uh, movies that like generally are considered classic films. And um, she, and a lot of them are from like the eighties and nineties. Cause I think that's like uh like people in her life are telling her, what do you mean you've never seen the Goonies? What do you mean you've never seen Forrest Gump? What do you mean you've never seen, never seen Titanic? Yeah, never like seen 
the third Transformer movie. You've never seen a Marvel movie. You've never seen a single Marvel movie. What are you talking about? So like all of these movies that she's been told, like she has to watch. And so what she does is she watches them. She reacts to them and she, uh, she tells you what she thinks. Um, her opinions about whether or not they stand the test of time, whether or not she'd ever watch that movie again. Um, and, but she has like a really upbeat, enthusiastic attitude and, uh, she's a whole lot of fun. And I love to watch her reactions because she often has like, because she's viewing these classics, quote unquote, with fresh new eyes, like without any sort of like background knowledge she's giving you her authentic reaction and a lot of times she notices things that like I didn't notice when I watched the movie probably a hundred times or so um and I just think that she's really sweet and she has a really fat cat named Beans um I shouldn't fat shame Beans she's trying to lose weight but um she's really super cute and um, I love watching Ashley and Beans react to movies. So a uh, stuff that I've been loving is um, Awkward Ashley's YouTube channel. And I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And I'll also put a link to it on Twitter. So you can go and watch um, some of her reaction videos. Go and find one of your favorite movies and see what she thought of it. I, I love it because it is also not only like she can watch something devoid of the nostalgia attached to yes, it right? exactly. <laughs> yeah like i i think i've said this before in the cast like i watched goonies as an adult for the first time and like i thought it was cute but like it wasn't you know i watched it once and oh that was cool baby ruth i get it and then we moved on um but yeah that sounds good or this actually makes me think of when i listen to like anytime you give me music to listen to and i'm like who's pink floyd you yeah. know Yes, yeah. it's very much like that. And she's a very emotional person, which I relate to as a person who's also am, very Am emotional. I awkward Ashley? Did I know? <laughs> yeah. This, this whole time it was me. Is awkward Ashley bald with a beard? Brett was, uh, Brett was talking about like how he thinks that she and I would be really good friends yeah. like, if we were like if we were ever to meet. And I think that would be true. But she's also very emotional. And so she sometimes reacts very emotionally to the movies. And so she's always like, <laughs> Mm -hmm. i just really love her her and her reactions <laughs> oh. <laughs> um so the thing i'm loving yeah is uh I'm, this is technically two things but they're in the same category so I'm, oh okay I'm, uh, it's fine um they're both two mobile games on my phones and there was a time not too long ago i would have really kind of looked down my nose at mobile games be like oh, oh free to play they're not real games whatever but I, like unless it's on a console yeah so like you're not games. real gamers but um i've learned to realize that it's fine because you know if it's the end of the day and you need to shut your brain off for a bit and play some candy crush hey it's good you know what i mean it's free to play you watch a few ads and you know if you opt in to put a few bucks into it that's your choice but you don't have to uh, these are the two types of games I'm playing. Uh, one is called Sonic Dash. It's an auto runner, um, like Temple Run. You familiar with auto runners, Tess? No. Okay, so it's it, Sonic Dash is you choose a character, Sonic or one of his friends that you, you've unlocked, and he's auto running. And so you is it kind of like Sayonara Wild Hearts? Is that an auto runner? 
I guess in a way, Sayonara Wild Hearts, which for new listeners is a, a game I asked Tess to play recently, I suppose is like an auto runner of sorts. Probably the most not famous. always running, but. You're not. It's an auto leaping, auto flying. Um, but auto runners, like probably the most famous one is Temple Run. And it's essentially your character's running forward and you're swiping left or right to switch lanes to avoid obstacles or swiping up to leap over a thing or swiping down the roll. And you just see how long your run can go while you're collecting rings and coins and all kinds of things like that. And then the second one is called Sonic Forces. Now this one is interesting because it's also an auto runner, but it's a competitive auto runner. So it's you and three other people racing. So you're auto running, but you're almost like Mario Kart style running over boxes and then putting traps in their way. So you have the obstacles in the lanes as well as obstacles that other players are putting down. And just like most free to play mobile games, it's free, but then you know your rewards are kind of like, hey, do you wanna wait eight hours to open this treasure chest or pay me a dollar to open it now? That kind of thing. So you yeah. just kind of, you know, and I, I've gotten to a point where I've been able to work my schedule around it, where I play some Sonic Forces in the morning, get some chests that take eight hours to open up, play some Sonic Dash. Then in the afternoon, I open those chests, start playing and, um, Anyway, I've put a lot of time into these games. They're fun. I get to see my characters jump around. And what I do is I actually mute the 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 music and the sound effects in the games. And I just put my own Sonic music on Spotify. And oh, just cool. listen to yeah. that because <laughs> the actual Sonic music is better than, you know, the music in the in the mobile games. And 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 um, anyway, Sonic Dash, Sonic Forces on mobile is a uh, stuff I'm loving. Man. Awesome. Um, the second stuff that I'm loving mm-hmm. is I uh, had a birthday this month. It was it was my birthday, birthday a couple weeks ago. Thank you. And um, it's always I don't know. I'm I'm like a kid when it comes to my birthday. I always get real excited when it's my birthday, and I always like want to have a cake. And um, we usually always have like kind of like a special dinner. And, uh, and then I usually take off work, uh, on my birthday. So I don't have to go to work that day. Uh, sometimes I'll take the whole week off. Uh, I didn't do that this time, but, (laughs) but I did take the day off on my birthday and I finished my tattoo. It's gorgeous. Yes. For, um, for, uh, those on YouTube, you can kind of see it. Um, I will post a photo of my tattoo on uh, Twitter. And if you haven't been following the saga of my tattoo, I got a very large arm piece done. Some would call it a sleeve. I see um, flowers. I see birds. I see a squirrel. Yes, a bird it, is house. A, it is a pictorial representation of my balcony. Basically, it's got all my bird friends. It's got a squirrel friend. It's got some insects and some flowers on it. And um, it makes me really happy. And the artist did an amazing job. Uh, shout out to Lauren Bullman. Mm. Um, I'll I'll put her Instagram uh, link in the yeah. uh, in the show notes and uh, on Twitter, so people can go and look at her her art. Um, she was a, she was really amazing to work with, and um, we did this. It looks uh, great. It really does. Yeah, it looks it. really good did it over four sessions 
and it was a like a, a piece that we collaborated on and she did such an amazing job it looks like a real piece of art on my arm it, it is yeah I'm obsessed with it and um I will say that it just makes me want to get more tattoos <laughs> which is probably <laughs> not that great because tattoos are expensive and time consuming and painful. <laughs> Speaking of tattoos, um, yeah. Freya and I were in the grocery store the other day and uh -huh. for new listeners. Freya is my five-year-old. And uh, there was this young, young woman, maybe early twenties or so in the aisle. And she was um, wearing kind of short shorts and like a tank top. And she was tatted head to toe, you know, yeah. I don't know if there were any on her face, but just like, covered sleeves right. and Freya, Freya goes like this and she looks at her and goes oh, and she goes I want that is what she oh. says. <laughs> that's what she says so I don't know if she meant she wants all those tattoos because I've told her they hurt a little bit yeah um or does she want her like this is because because oh. we're still you know like I sometimes five so probably not that yet it's hard to tell I know here's the deal I know people say that when when I was five I you have a little crush well I knew that I liked breasts I mean oh. <laughs> you know I mean I knew when I was five I knew like I liked my kidding my, my teacher's legs and in, in her really? in her, in her um know, was like, it stockings it might, it might be different for boys than for girls and I know that's a that's a mass generalization, yeah. but like, I don't remember having feelings like that until I was a little older. Yeah. I don't know. Everyone's different, but, um, anyway, she, like, I, she, I feel like middle it. school is when it really started kicking in, like yeah. the, the hormones. Um, my nephew who is six years old, he asked me if it, if the tattoo hurts. And I said, yes, it does hurt when they are, applying the tattoo I said basically they're making just little cuts yeah. in, your, in your skin and then they're putting ink into uh, under the skin and so they have to cut you like hundreds of times with these needles and I was like they have these guns with these little needles and I was telling him all about it and then he said I am never getting a tattoo mm -hmm. <laughs> and I said never say never and he said what does that mean <laughs> and I said that means that you shouldn't you shouldn't say no. that you're never going to do something because you don't know how your life is going to turn out you might change your mind later and he was like no i'm not changing my mind i'm never going to get a tattoo so we'll see we'll see <laughs> what he so did funny. what he what his life ends up being like they're not for everybody but i love tattoos i love looking at tattoos actually that's how i found the two-headed calf Mm -hmm. poem is somebody had a tattoo of a two-headed calf and I thought that was cool and I did like a little more like looking into it and found out it was inspired by the poem and that's how I found that out so I love I love looking at tattoos I love watching like uh I watch on on YouTube of course there's a few different uh tattoo artists that I follow their channels and they talk about like that art form and different clients they've had and pieces they've done and um I just love tattoos and so stuff I've been loving is the fact that I finished this this piece and Very I'm really nice. happy with it and I just tattoos in general and also my birthday yay <laughs> birthday tattoo you got the <laughs> a whole sleeve going on it looks great 
Uh, my last the lady who owns the tattoo parlor that I went to, it was also her birthday. We we share a birthday. <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. It was cool. <laughs> it was. So she came to work on her birthday. She did come to work on her birthday oh. because they had written, they had a big sign on the, on the door to the tattoo shop that said, have a magical birthday. And I was like, is that for me? Tess is on her way. I want her to have a good birthday. Guys. <laughs> but it was, it was Shannon's birthday who owns that tattoo shop. She also owns a really cool uh, record store like two doors down from the uh from the uh tattoo shop does she have any three doors down records <laughs> it's a rare music joke for me See right there? <laughs> there it is yeah i actually like three doors down okay um and matchbox 20 i think that's around the same kind of era i like matchbox 20 yeah those are both bands with numbers and that <laughs> <laughs> um I was uh, running a, a program at the library. It was D&D for beginners. So it was just a very simple beginners campaign. And for any of our programs at the library, you know, beginners are always welcome. So we'll kind of walk you through. But this one was, we expect you to be brand new to us. So we're going to slowly go through it if you have questions and everyone's helping each other out. Well, um, I'm running this campaign and this uh, young boy is, I looked down at his sheet and he just freehand drew my blue boy, Mr. Sonic the Hedgehog. I go, whoa, no did way. you just draw that? That looks good. He was like, yeah. Yeah, he goes, that's a classic Sonic. He goes, sometimes I draw modern Sonic and sometimes I, do, I don't draw Sonic Boom Sonic too often. I was like, oh, I this kid, like he's not just like I drew Sonic. Like he's throwing out things. And I was like, I like <laughs> Sonic too. He's like, you like Sonic? And so then anyway, I got to bond with this little kid uh, over Sonic Forces and Sonic Music and, and uh we got to talk about um, so the new newest Sonic game that should be coming out this holiday season on all current platforms is Sonic Frontiers. I think I mentioned it before. It's going to be an open world Sonic game, and uh, just that alone, like I just want to run around, you know, in a in a big big field and up a mountain at super speed and grinding on rails and bouncing on springs. And we got to uh, bond over it, and it was just a, a lovely a lovely experience to talk about someone uh, with Sonic without um, realizing that they are barely tolerating the Sonic conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that conversation with that, with that young man about Sonic stuff uh, was the stuff I'm loving. That's great. Yeah, I do. I do love when you find someone that you can connect over that weird stuff with. And yeah, and that's why um, I, I really appreciate my friendship with you, Leaf, because I feel like we can bond over that stuff and you're not just like barely tolerating me. You're like, actually yeah. like, cause sometimes I'll go into like my theories about stuff with Brett. I'll be like, why do you think yeah. like, we'll be watching some TV show. Like we watched the boys together. And I was like, do you think that next season Homelander is going to do what? And he'll be like, I don't know. I just watched the show. And I'm like, no, I want to like dig deep and analyze everything yeah. about this IP. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda will go I think it takes it's like everyone has different kind of like ways they process the world and I think um like to bring it back to D&D &D a little bit like some people like they sit down and they're like okay so my character's name is this and they love to get gold but that's because when they were younger they were poor and they always had to steal this but then they'll never steal from these kids because you know and other people are like so what's your name and I have two people that have been in my D&D &D club for 
they've come to like three or four sessions and their characters are still called unnamed man unnamed oh. man one and unnamed man two i was like you still don't have a name no i can't think of one okay unnamed man get over here unnamed man. Oh, wow. part of, i know it's not fun for me but hey they, they're there just to, to kill some monsters which is fine you know um yeah um uh yeah it's well i appreciate our friendship too because i like talking about sonic with uh you and uh, freya um amanda actually woke up in the middle you know how sometimes someone wakes up and they like sleep talk but they're they look uh-huh. like they're wide awake yes. and this is like two <laughs> nights ago amanda woke up in the middle of the night or seemed to wake up and she looks right at me and she goes she goes she goes supersonic ice cream supersonic ice cream i go what she goes super she goes supersonic ice cream did you eat the supersonic ice cream and i go yeah i did she goes okay and she rolled back over <laughs> and when i told her about it, she goes you've got to stop talking to me about sonic man <laughs> like you know knock it off man you know and, uh, we were at a restaurant the other day my mom watched Frey, so we got to have a nice little date we saw the new thor movie it was quite enjoyable i and love the new thor movie I've, i very much enjoyed it i I, well, we, we, this isn't the Thor cast. I, I very much liked it. It's I have mixed feelings about Thor because I like him, but then part of me is almost like it feels a little bit like the like here's the the show of the strong white man, right? With like the female characters are kind of in the background, but then he's almost like a parody of like he's like I'm big. Like they're they're making that the joke, right? Yeah. You know? Like yeah. I don't know. It's. I still, I still really liked it. But part of me is like my favorite parts are actually not Thor, you know. And um, well, I felt like this movie did a really good job of like celebrating those yeah female heroes that are in the movie. Um, I heard a lot of mixed reviews before I went, and my theory about that is that those people just don't like fun. Um, because <laughs> I thought the movie was just a lot of fun. And um, I uh, we won't do any spoilers. No. Um, and I, but I, I, I thought it was bright and colorful, and the music was really fun, and I just thought it was a good time. It's well, it was certainly was a good time. It's I don't know. It's um, I don't know. Well, first of all, I I loved it as well. I thought it was great. It's just kind of like I don't know. Like he's doing this parody of like like i have classic thor adventure and then but he's down inside he's hurting so like it works yeah. because it's almost like he's doing a parody of the strong man right kind yeah, of yeah yeah and it, it, it's like it's funny too because it gets juxtaposed off of um the jane character yeah. who's mm-hmm. like oh hey what's yeah. it been like three years since well, we, like oh yeah it's been eight years seven months and six yeah. days since we see but it. i don't really care i'm just uh, but, you, know, you know whatever <laughs> i um i think to be honest if we're to really look into my soul i think i might have been just a little disappointed because not to give spoilers away but i let's just put it this way i absolutely adored jane foster in this movie and oh yeah would very much love to see many more movies with that character gotcha. leave that alone you know so maybe gotcha. i'm still yeah. healing from from the movie um <laughs> hey speaking of healing i don't know if that's a good transition should we uh talk about let's should we jump into our cake challenge yes please yeah let's do that
Challenge is the portion of the podcast where either Tess or myself challenge the other one to read, watch, or otherwise consume something, and then we discuss it. Um, last episode, I challenged Tess to play a video game called Sayonara Wild Hearts on the Nintendo Switch. If anyone uh, um, played the game as well and have thoughts, feel free to email us at sameteamyall at gmail.com. And also, if you, I forgot to mention, if you have any stuff that you're loving, let us know. We would love to hear what they are. Absolutely. Did you um, play the game? I did play the game. So I didn't finish the game, but that was not the challenge. The challenge that wasn't the challenge. Play the game. And um, I am so excited to talk to you about this game. I, can I tell you, I was nervous, real quick. I was nervous about this one because one, really? I, I, I was, I was because I, I kind of broke precedent where we kind of have an unspoken, first of all, this is the first one where, because so guys, I Venmo test $6 and something cents because I felt <laughs> bad because this one, usually we go for things you could just get like from the library or on a presumed subscription service that most of us probably have and this is the first time i was like hey play this video game and then two is like it wasn't animal crossing so i was worried you'll be like there's no raccoons in this game and uh <laughs> i'm doing do, very little i do wish that there were actually there are sort of raccoons in this game um there's like that gang of girls that wear raccoon masks. oh yes yeah. <laughs> okay, so why don't you, before we get into it, why don't you describe the, the game for our listeners? I will and, and Your experience. And also um, end this part with how far you got, because I'm just so curious. So okay, you, you I don't know. remember exactly which level I was on, but I sort of remember narratively sort of what was happening. Um, so this game for the uninitiated, Sayonara Wild Hearts, when you start it up, it kind of is telling this story. So the game is sort of now, and I haven't done any like research about this game. My only experience is Leaf saying, you should play this and then me playing it. That's the best way to experience most things. Um, but from what I can understand, it's sort of inspired by a tarot deck. Um, each of the like the levels is kind of inspired by a new card or character from the tarot and but there's also kind of this other story going on that um a, a, some kind of entity has a, a a broken heart and then they use like a like a, a person from our world as an avatar and that person also has a broken heart and they use her to kind of like fight these bosses. Like every level, there's like a boss that you fight and you're also kind of collecting hearts along the way. So you're sort of kind of like your, uh, your little intro into this. I mean, mm -hmm. Let's talk about healing. It's kind of the healing of both the entity and the avatar. And, um, but when you play the game, there's this really cool soundtrack mm -hmm. to the game and the 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 music sort of corresponds with what you're supposed to do within the game which is really great this is a really superb game if you're like me and you haven't played a whole lot of console games 
And so you don't have that sort of innate hand-eye coordination that uh, people who are very successful gamers tend to have. Um, if you haven't, like, uh, if you don't have that skill yet, this is a really great game to kind of get started uh, because there's all these kind of musical cues of like what you're supposed to do next. Like if you're kind of going with the rhythm of the music, then you know which way you need to and it all takes place in this very bright, colorful world, which is mostly pink and purple, which made me really happy because I just love those colors. And uh, and it does this. It has this really cool feature of if you are uh, in a particular part and you keep dying, it'll ask you, do you want to skip this part? And you can just skip that part and keep going. And it doesn't, it doesn't really penalize you other than you don't get as many hearts. So your score isn't as high. And at the end of every level, it lets you know how well you did. You get a ranking. It's like a gold, silver, or bronze. It goes rank. like this. Here, wait. It goes bronze rank, silver rank, gold rank. I never heard it say gold rank. So <laughs> real quick. Oh, well, I don't want to cut you off. Do you know who the narrator is? Is it, is it? Is it Queen Latifah? It is Queen Latifah. Yeah. Sayonara, Wild Hearts. Yeah, this game is <laughs> something else. Like, I didn't know what to expect. I didn't expect what I got, but I was really happy with it. And every level is pretty short. So I feel like it's a really good game if you are like, well, I just want to play for a little bit. And I don't want to get kind of bogged down with like the plot or whatever you know i just want to do a quick like catch some hearts fight some girls in a raccoon mask and then like move on with my life but i will say at the end of every level it gives you like a little preview of what's going to happen in the next level and that really got me like oh i need to keep playing i want to see oh there's a stag in the next level we go into like a magical forest it looks like i kind of want to just play the next level and then at the end of that one you see like oh they build this like big mechanical wolf and it's like well i want to see the mechanical wolf like, like so i better that? play I another gang level the, the howling moons you come across like these different gangs right like yes. essentially like yeah. biker but even the fighting's like um like play dance fighting like it's it like this and, and you know. in order to do the fight all you have to do is like press a yeah and essentially so, it's it's timing based yes. and it's just one button so think of it for gamers think of it like quick time events but it's just one button and um and then you're moving your character back and forth essentially yeah you know? yeah yeah so you move the character from the side to side and you click a when like you need to jump yeah. or whatever the thing is and so it's a really simple game to play it's really bright and colorful it really it i feel like it um what my experience playing was like, I started up the game and then I looked up and an hour had passed and I hadn't even realized it. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been playing this game this long. Like I just kept wanting to keep going because of like the experience. How, how far did you get? Like, what is the, so we know you got to, what were they? The dancing devils, right? Yeah. Each time, did, you get to, each time you get to another area, you kind of pass through like a, a broken heart. Like uh, there's like a passageway between the dimensions, right? Like you're either falling or you're flying around on a card, right? Yeah, I got to flying. 
think it's called. Um, there's like a you're on a motorcycle for some of it. I think it's like Hate Kill City or something, and then another one's like Whoa Whoa Woods. You know, yeah, I was in it. the woods. You rode a motorcycle. We know you got to the stag, right? Yes, I got to the stag, and I got to the big mechanical wolf yeah. that you fight. And I think that around there is when I set it aside. So okay. I haven't, cool. I I haven't gotten too much further into it. But uh, I had a really great time. I thought this was a really fun game and I would recommend it to, I recommended it to some kids at the library (laughs) because the mom was talking about how, well, we were talking about Animal Crossing because they wanted an Animal Crossing book and I found it for them. And I said, you know, I love to play Animal Crossing. What was the Animal Crossing book you found? Like There's a a manga series. Oh, I knew of that, but I don't think we have that in my library's collection, I don't think. Oh, yeah, we we have it, and um, so I was helping them find it, cool. and, then, and then we were talking, and she said, yeah, I let them play Animal Crossing. She's like, but I don't know what other games that I that they could play because she's like you know she's 10 and so and I don't know and so I suggested this game actually I was like well I've been playing this game Mm. and it's it's really cool and I was like it's on sale in the Nintendo eShop I think it's like eight dollars or something right now you know yeah I was like and I said there is a story but it's not really that important like it's really more like you know, bright and colorful and kind of cute. Mm-hmm. And the music is really upbeat and the, um, and like, and it's so, it's kind it's pretty easy to play because like you said, it's just those, that those directions if, and if the A button. Like if you hit a tree or a building, it instantly just, you're, you're like five seconds before, you know, yes. just keep going, yeah, just, you know? back to like I guess the last checkpoint or whatever and and then like I said I think if you die like three or five times or something it'll ask you do you want to skip it and you can you can choose like yeah I want to skip it or no I want to keep trying or you can even say like don't ever ask me again um most of the time I would skip it because I was because the thing is like if you keep dying you get frustrated right and then you don't want to play anymore so if you just skip it you get to keep going and a, couple like... nin- a couple nintendo games do something similar like if you play donkey kong country returns if you die a couple times you're like do you want super kong to finish your level for you and you're like yeah and then this like glowing <laughs> donkey kong shows up and just kind of goes through the level but you don't get so it's a nice thing where you get past the level but then you you don't get just like sayonara wild Hearts, you're not getting like extra things you know yeah but like your the collectibles so in this game it's not terribly difficult the final boss is pretty tricky but since you're always like restarting you know it you can probably get through especially if the game asks you do you want to get through this um but for a completionist or people who are really chasing that high score it's it's pretty difficult you know because actually that's my my one like uh yeah. criticism of the game is it's so fast yeah I kept thinking like, am I playing it on like a fast mode? There isn't another mode that you can play it on. I was like, I wish it was a little bit slower because I felt like I was missing things. Um, like, you know, cause you're on your little motorbike and you're like, zoom, zoom, zoom. And I'd be like, what was that? I don't know. I. <laughs> yeah, you have your little hearts and then you have the big hearts, which when she, the heroine, when she goes through, um, like does like a cool little flip or something. It you know? speeds up. 
Yeah, yeah. It, it boosts <laughs> you forward. Already going fast, and, and then, then you get a boost if you do it correctly. And then there are gold diamonds, and I think each level has like three or four hidden in them. And uh, um, yeah, um, I got a lot of bronze rank. And it was funny because at first I didn't realize that there were ranks and it was like bronze rank. And I was like, oh, yeah, woo, I did it. And then I was like, oh, wait, that's third place. Okay. It's, it's um, I've played this game so much with, because it's a perfect game. Freya really likes it. The music's great and it's really pretty. When you beat it, it will unlock a mode that lets you, so right now, each time you do each level, like it kind of takes you out of it, like almost like tracks of a song, right? And you pick mm-hmm. the next one. Yes, exactly. Um, but when you beat it, it unlocks a mode where you could just play through them all straight. So it doesn't then take you out. And so it, it treats the entire game as like one, like bronze rank, silver rank, you know, and I prefer that mode because you just, and the whole game really is if you just go straight through it, it's really maybe a two hour game or something, you know, depending on how many times you restart. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know, to me, it's, if you get a chance, I would encourage you to either finish it on your own i definitely or, i definitely yeah. want to finish okay it. i was going to say like if you if you don't want to from now on since you've fulfilled the the requirements of the challenge you could just look up a let's play but the very ending is where it comes together and it's like I, like that very ending is just like oh i love it i love it i love oh, it so if you wow. ever finish it I, w- I mean i love it anyway because it's to me it feels like you're playing a music video right like it's gorgeous and like and here, let me, I'm going to, do you permit me to play a little bit of one of the songs? Sure. Yeah, yeah, let's go. I'm going to do this one. This one's really you good. Have a favorite, you have a favorite track from Simon or Wild Hearts? This is this. I you got this one. And like while you're playing, you're on the motorcycle, you're like running on a wall. Also, it's also um like i don't want to like assign a gender to it but it's it's mm-hmm. like a very feminine game also and um i like that because i feel like there's a generalization that yeah. like most gamers are masculine it's um, still it's still a stereotype that like we're fighting to get discard get rid of right you know yeah yeah and so i like that it it kind of like it doubles down on the like feminine things like the 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 female vocalist and the pink and purple color palettes and the fact that the main character is a, a heroine and also all almost all of the bosses she fights are girls. yeah i think later <laughs> you'll probably get to at least one or two that are at least appear masculine you know or you know um but still yeah yeah um Cool. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. When you finish, I would love to talk to you about the, the ending just because I, I played through it just recently with Freya from beginning to end again. And like I said, it's, it's my, I sit down and I'm just playing it and it is, um, it's a delight. And the thing too, is I like games that are, because as much as I like games that fit like traditional genres and stuff like that, um, I think the medium is old enough now to be like, oh, let's try some other things. And I can't think of another game like Sayonara Wild Hearts, where some people might say, well, it's too simplistic or, you know, it's not for real gamers, but it's just such a a wonderful experience. And 
And even little things like when you get on the stag and the stag is like leaping and, and first you're chasing the stag and then you get on the stag and, and then you get to the howling moon people and they're like, Oh, and then you're like, what does that mean? And then you're chasing them through the woods on the motorcycle. And oh, it's good. I'm, I'm glad you enjoyed it's it. It's really good. I'm glad you, I'm glad you assigned me that you challenged me to do it. I had a really great time. I have a short list of games that I'm like, if I can ever, <laughs> Asked Tess to play this game. Like this is this was one of them. I have a couple others, but I was like, this has got to be number one. With the yeah, brain. I was a little apprehensive. I was like, what is this gonna be like? But yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'm super glad that I got to experience that, and I do plan on finishing the game. Cool. cool. Um, are you ready for me to challenge you? I've been preparing for this all my life. <laughs> okay, so uh, it, your cake challenge is uh to go on netflix i've heard of this uh, look up a television show called love death and robots mm. and the reason i uh and it's there are three seasons of this show um but they are just every episode is an animated short about uh on the theme of love death and or robots um, and it reminded me of, uh, something that you and I both really enjoyed the animatrix. <laughs> I love the animatrix. I know. So this you, is a, this you is had a me example. at animatrix. Yeah. This is a great example of like, uh, someone who wants to like go in on something that you, you know, like, like most people will be like, oh yeah, I guess I was kind of cool, whatever the matrix, but like you and I are like, oh my God, in the matrix, yeah, you, you know, that one episode and when he's running through the streets. And so you remember when it was like a noir and you had to find Trinity and it was like, then she jumped the brook, jumped the brook. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, Trinity said for what it's worth, you would have passed the test. What does that mean? <laughs> it was it was a case, a case to die for. <laughs> so uh, you can pick any episodes that you feel like. Just explore okay. the love, death, and robots universe. Every episode is like 10 to 20 minutes long. Ooh, that's beautiful. That's wonderful. right. And they're all, like I said, there's all different styles of animation um and there's all different like like i said they the the only thing that they have in common is they're either about love death and or robots sometimes they're love and death sometimes they're death and robots sometimes they're love and robots sometimes they're love and death so um uh it's i thought it was really i i was just like uh uh bored one day at home and i thought oh, I'll give this a try and I ended up watching like 20 of them and I thought they were really cool and I thought you know I if I know someone who might like this it's, me. it's gonna be Leaf it's so, Leaf, yeah. so have at it enjoy cool. one and then and we'll just uh chat about which ones you cool. watched I am um, I've heard of this and I think I might have seen a trailer for one of the seasons like a while ago but i've certainly never watched it before this this actually sounds like a lot of fun and i love the idea of um like anthology things like mm -hmm. black mirror where it's like oh he, yeah. this episode is its own thing this episode's its own thing or even right. um to a lesser extent american horror story where this season it's its own thing so cool let me let me write that down love death robots challenge accepted
You ready to talk about a life lesson? I sure am. Did you learn a life lesson this week? I did. That's great. Let's talk about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's my lesson this week. That's correct. Okay. Um, here's a life lesson for y'all. Um, as a human that has for a very long time been very much preoccupied with trying to see uh, who I am underneath the mask that I've created by social and um, um, cultural conditioning, um, a quick lesson is sometimes it's okay to keep that mask on. Uh, I've recently been thinking a lot about uh, my, what I would call character slash personality traits and which ones I think are um, naturally found within me and which ones I think I've developed over time due to external stimuli, such as uh I know my sense of humor is, I think, uh, started as a defensive mechanism. So as the fat kid on the bus, uh, I want to make you guys laugh. So you're not laughing at me. And, um, and so for a long time, I was like, well, how do I be my most authentic self, right? Um, recently, though, I've learned that if you are your most authentic self and you are your most open self with other people, just like an open door, now they can also do great harm to you because <laughs> you are being very genuine with a person who may or may not be genuine back with you or may have uh, not the kindest thoughts in mind towards you. So just my life lesson is if you find it is easier to exist either at work or in a difficult situation with that defensive layer on top of it and and for me, it's a, a little bit of a sense of humor or, or, or uh, for someone else, it could just be a way of behaving around other people. It is perfectly fine to keep that mask on and not be your most genuine self to get through something. And uh, that's, my, uh, that's my life lesson for, for our fair listeners. I like that. I actually was talking today with a group of other managers at the library, and we were talking about some of our younger, more inexperienced staff and how they have not, um, they've not developed that skill yet. Because I do think that is an important skill, especially in a professional setting. Like, um, you don't have to keep it real all of the time, you yeah. know, like yeah. sometimes, sometimes, uh, uh, courtesy or sugar coating or, <laughs> or, you know, uh, under sharing as opposed to oversharing or just sharing just enough information, those kinds of things. Those are, um, all things that I think you do it, I think that's a wisdom that you've gained over time and experience. And I thank you for sharing that with us because I agree. That's, I think that's, that's perfectly legit. And I think that sometimes people like you and me, and probably a lot of people listening to this, uh, want to be authentic and open with mm -hmm. people. Um, but you know, not everyone, uh, is, 
is ready for that. And, and also you don't have to like share yourself with everyone. Sometimes you can save it for the people who, who deserve your openness and your, and your authenticity and who will um, appreciate that. Yeah. I've just recently kind of made like an informal list in my head of like people I work with that I can be real with. Right. You know, and I could be a little weird with, or be a little silly with, and they might laugh or they might not, but I don't feel like they will then later bring that event up in a conversation. Uh, I did have a coworker, a, a subordinate of mine uh, recently say, well, you might've missed that in the meeting because you're probably too busy making perlers of Sonic the Hedgehog. And that was like a kick in the teeth because I was just being cool. I was keeping it real. I was talking about Sonic and I told them how I made a perler once, you know, uh, for some downtime at work to refresh between emails. And then this person took that as something that they could, um, you know, uh, poke at me with to demean my management style. And sorry, you are not on the list of my people I can be authentic with. And if you want me to be a very serious, just boss type person, I've looked at my job duties and nowhere does it say I need to be particularly kind to you. (laughs) I can still do my exact duties, but it's not my job to make you laugh. And it's also not my job to make you smile. I'm sorry, my friend. I tried and you used it against me. So yeah, that is, that is demoralizing. That's really bad. I'm really sorry you had to deal with it. I've, I've also had similar experiences mm-hmm. to that where someone like something that you thought was fairly innocuous and even fairly like positive gets thrown back in your face. Um, yeah, that's a real bummer and that's unfortunate, but you know what? Now, you know, and yeah. knowing is half the battle GI Joe. Yeah. And, and to be perfectly honest, um, I, for better or worse, like when I, um, if I go to work, so for a long time, my default mode was always, let me go to work. And I think I've told you this before. And now let me make sure everyone I meet, I make their day a little bit better. Right. Um, now if I say, instead, let me go to work and these three people I meet, (laughs) I make their day a little bit better and everyone else, not that I'm cruel, you know, first of all, I couldn't be cruel anyway. I'm just too much of a sweetheart even if I'm trying to be mean, you know, I'm still not being mean. Um, but I'm there to do my job. And I'm saying like, when I have less people that I need to feel like I go out of my way to praise or, or be particularly kind to, or make them laugh or whatnot, I get a lot of stuff done at work. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, and not to say like, that's the only thing, but I mean, I know my direct supervisor probably would rather me get more things done at work than to make more people laugh. <laughs> and it can, it can be hard too, especially when we're a, we're a public facing yes. yeah. position. And so if you're trying to like be open hearted mm. to like literally everyone, that's, that is hard. That takes a toll on you. And uh, something that I always say, I train people at the library, like, people who are coming in, they come to me and I do like a training about my department and what we do. And, um, and also like, um, some kind of basic, some basic customer service training. And one of the things I always say is that, um, we treat everyone with dignity. I used to say we treat everyone with respect Mm -hmm. and I have learned 
over the years that not everyone deserves your respect. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're chuckling, but it is true. If there, let's say, for example, let's say there's a man who's trying to show his genitals to someone in the, uh, you know, in the library, maybe they don't deserve respect. We can still give them dignity and say, get out of the building. Right. Put that ding dong away, sir. I feel like there's this like, this expectation when you're working a customer service position that, oh, the customer's always right. We have to do, we have to bend over backwards to make their experience great. But there are sometimes, not not often, but sometimes people come in with unreasonable requests and they express them in a frankly rude manner. And do you, I don't know, I don't feel you necessarily need to respect that person. We treat them with dignity because they are a human and I am a human and I see you and I presume that you're struggling with something because I imagine normally you don't act this way and say such things to strangers. (laughs) So I shall treat you with dignity because you deserve that as a fellow human being. Respect though, that's something that is earned over time. And I think um, I think it's perfectly fine for you in your role to treat people with dignity and reserve your respect for for those who have earned it. Yeah, thank you, Tess. I You're appreciate welcome. that. Yeah, thank you for sharing with us. Oh, of course. Um, we've reached the end of our podcast. This is the part where we pause for a moment of positivity. We uh, say something that we're thankful for. And something that we love about ourselves. And sometimes it can be hard to say these things out loud, but we encourage you to try because it's important to focus on things that we are thankful for. And it's very important, even if it feels awkward, to say things that we do love about ourselves. Um, What are you thankful for, Tess? Um, I'm thankful for uh, uh, my dog, Rosie. And (laughs) I am particularly thankful for the fact that she is very old. Um, but she's not really showing it and I'm gonna knock on some wood. Um, but she's like 15 years old and she's still a pretty spunky old lady baby. And I love her immensely. And I'm just grateful for, oh, (laughs) for, um, audio listeners, my daughter has wandered into the room. Hey, Frey, you want to say, you want to say hello? I'm watching Centaur World, and did you know Noah King is fighting with the general? And but there's a dear character that got turned. Do you know Centaur World? Have you seen no, this? I oh, heard oof, of this. it's beautiful. Um, Freya. They are actually half human, half animal. Yeah, half human, half animal. Um, Freya, what was the rule when I'm recording? What's the rule, girly? I'm not to wander in the room. Yeah, you're not supposed to wander in the room. I wander in all the time. You do wander in all the time. You want to say, um, uh, what do you want to say to Tess? You can say one thing. Hi. Is that it? Yes. Okay, cool. Hey, I'm almost done. I'll see you in a little bit, okay? But I'll keep bailing. No, no, no. Here, you got to head out and close the door. Just short. No, not short. Also, turn the light on when you're on your way out, okay? I'll be out in a little bit. We'll have a sleepover tonight, okay? Turn the light on. Light switch. Do you see the light switch? Right there. No, right in here on the wall. Right there. There it is. Yeah. Okay, shut the door and I'll see you in a little bit, okay? Why do you have the light? Well, because it got dark in here. (laughs) I love you.
Oh, you're going to have a sleepover tonight. Yeah, I usually give her a sleepover when we record because I just kind of, because we go a little bit later, you know? And so normally when, normally, well, also it's summer, so she gets a little bit later bedtime. But um, uh, what was he saying? Oh, you're thankful for your doggy. I was thankful for my dog. For every moment that I get to spend with her, she's, she's, she's my baby and I love her. Uh, cool. What's something you're grateful for? Um, I am thankful for, let me think about this real quick. Um, here we go. This is, uh, here we go. Um, I'm thankful for just not too long ago, um, Amanda and Freya and I, we went to Dick's Sporting Goods to buy um, some shoes. Amanda and I have joined a, well, we've created a two-person walking club, her and I, nice. trying, trying to just walk in a little bit, uh, get, get, get a little bit healthier. I've officially reached the point that um, when I go to drive through restaurants and a fast food, I um, say we would have, so that way they think I'm ordering for a family when it's really just me. And, um, and when I'm ordering, I'll say we will have, and then sometimes I'll say, uh, I'll go like, what? do you are nuggets good for you oh you want 12 okay we'll have 12 piece nuggets please and then i hope that when i when i pick them up that they don't notice that there's no one else in the car but me and then i park somewhere where no one can see me because i'm like being very secretive and then i become a, a creature of um of devouring and uh, a creature of shame and guilt so then anyway we decided we're going to start this little walking club anyway we had to get some shoes and because um, we're walking, so we got me and Amanda some new tennis shoes. We got Freya some new shoes for school. And then I got Amanda a new pair of uh, Birkenstocks to just wear around because they're very comfortable. Yeah. The thing I'm grateful for is those shoes were very expensive, but I was able to afford them. And that's something I don't think about all the time. And even if sometimes I get frustrated with work, my work let me have this house. My work lets me have this neighborhood. My work, you know, help, gave me the money to buy this laptop. My work gave me the money so that, you know, we could pay for phrase hearing aids and maybe me having a great time at work, maybe isn't the most important thing in the world. Um, that's what I'm thankful for. I know I went off the rails a little bit. <laughs> Listeners, uh, we encourage you to say something that you're thankful for right now. Wonderful. Yeah, I realized that I turned that thankful into like a life lesson type situation. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we're yeah. always learning life lessons. We're learning constantly. What's uh what's something you like about yourself, Lee? Uh something that I love about myself is, and I don't always see this because sometimes you know we can be in our own heads. I'm a I'm a I'm a very good dad. I'm really good. And even when I don't think I'm at my best, like when I'm like, oh, we should have done something today, and all I did was sit around and play video games. I still did a good job. You know what I mean? And that's the thing that I love about myself. Amanda's often told me, because for a long time, Amanda and I weren't going to have kiddos ever, you know, and then slowly we were like, maybe we'll have a kid. Yeah, let's give it a shot. And then the old super sperms kicked in and sure enough, we had a baby like immediately. And then Amanda's often told me, because, you know, we, 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 we don't lie to ourselves and we're like, oh man, every day of parenthood is a gift. Like we're often like, remember what weekends used to be like? <laughs> you know, and like I finished my job at the library and now it's time to start my job at home because it is, it is a job. Yeah. Um, but Amanda often says that the one thing that she will never like regret or feel bad about is that I got to become a dad because she says I'm really good at it. And that's really sweet. That's the thing I love about myself. Aww. 
Um, the um, thing that I love about myself is that I am very easy to please, which um, uh, that sounds like I just have low standards. But um, I think I see it as I'm just very eager to be entertained. You're you're eager to enjoy the thing that you're spending yes. your time with. Yeah. So like, for instance, like the Thor Love and Thunder mm-hmm. movie, I really like tended to focus on the things that I liked about it rather than the things I didn't like about it. Or like the latest season of Stranger Things. It's a sci-fi show, so not everything makes sense, but that's okay. Just turn your brain off and have some fun. Or um, I'm doing a a training at work where you have to read some books because you're going to go to this training and we're going to discuss the books that we read. And I was talking to a coworker who's also reading these books and she was like, um, she's like, yeah, I read that one and I didn't really care for it. She's like, "Uh, what did you think? And I was like, that was okay. She's like, oh, didn't you like this thing and that thing? Oh, and I was like, I don't know. I just looked past it. And they're like, how can you do that? I'm like, that's because I want to. Yeah, I want to. And I realized that's something like that I do on purpose is like, I look for things to be entertained by and to enjoy because I'd rather do that than focus on negative things or things that are wrong with something you know especially if it's some sort of artistic creation Mm -hmm. like a movie or a book I'm like you know what someone worked really hard on that and who am I to say that sucks like I know anyone can say anything you know but I choose to to focus on the positive yeah that's I mean that's important too and like you said it's a choice right I was remember I think it was either last episode I think it was last I talked about Sonic Origins right you know it's a video game that has like four classic Sonic games in there and they were in widescreen well there's a couple Sonic podcasts I listened to and in one of them they were they so in one of the games some of the music has changed from the original game because of copyright things and so some of the songs are different and this whole podcast, these these poor men couldn't get past the fact that some of the songs are different or that some things were slightly different, you know, and it released with a few, I think, fairly minor glitches that will probably be patched out later. And to me, it's like, it's a wonderful package of four games that will, that will introduce these games to a whole new generation of people. And the fact that the music is a little different from what they remembered they couldn't get past it you know and like you said it's a choice for you and I feel like it's a choice for them even if they don't admit it right you know um cool Uh, listeners what's something that you love what's something that you love about yourself Mm. we love that about you too I love that too Mm, you like that um you've been listening to same team y'all uh this is a podcast where two librarians talk about stuff and we hope you enjoyed it if you'd like to send us an email that email is same team y'all at gmail.com that twitter handle is at same team y'all yeah and you can go on spotify and listen to our playlist if you like i got a cool summer jams 2022 playlist uh you can listen to yeah also tess and i finished a big hot production meeting soon we're going to be starting a uh, podcast all about sonic music and the lore of the sonic universe it's uh i think we're going to be calling it slam s-l-a-m sonic lore and music podcast um if you want to uh if you just want some great sonic tunes go on to uh 
give me one second go on to spotify and search for the playlist it's called sonic vocal tracks and it's parentheses 1993 to 2002 uh 2022 there's a lot of straight up bangers on there i believe as the kids say <laughs> this music slaps so um it's fire it's straight up fire a little bit of it's lit it is um <laughs> it slaps and it it chops listen they're bangers that slap okay they're bangers they're slapping they're slapping bangers the bangs are getting slapped the slaps are getting banged there's just like what's going on around here they're giving straight fire the songs give each other dabs daps they give Uh they give each other straight daps so there's a dap here there's a dap there i mean they're look at you they're so funny you know who would love this song Giga Chad. Giga Chad loves the song. You know Giga Chad? <laughs> I'm just saying things I've learned from teams. Uh, teams. Golo. Uh, Golo. Um, uh, oh, 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 yeah. The uh, This music plays in the back rooms. Are you familiar with the back rooms on Creepypasta? It's a... a it's not... <laughs> anyway, just listen to the music. Thank you so much for listening to us. We always appreciate it. And Every single morning when I wake up, I look in the mirror and in that mirror, I'm looking deep into your eyes because I'm hovering like a ghost above your bed. And I say to you, we love you. But not in a creepy way. And that voice comes from like under your bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's where I am. Yeah, that's where you, I'm floating (laughs) above your body and Tess is under you. And we're, we're trying to assure you that we just, we regular love you. Not this, there's nothing creepy about this. We're just in your room. Well, you're saying we love your PJs, by the way. 